Oncology Systems Limited are the leading provider of radiotherapy ancillary equipment in the UK and Ireland. Serving the community for over 22 years, we pride ourselves on exceptional service and quality products. Please take a moment to visit our website www.osl.uk.com and take a look at our product lines, which include macromedics for patient immobilisation and IB dosimetry for all your radiotherapy quality assurance needs. We are more than happy to take your questions, so please do get in touch via our website or email inquiry at osl.uk.com and one of our specialist team will be available to assist you. Hello and welcome to Rad Chat. So my name's Joe McNamara and I'm joined by fellow co-host Naomi Jarl Anderson. Hi everyone. So we're here at UKIO in Liverpool and I'm joined by Gareth. Gareth, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Gareth Thomas. I'm the UK Council Member for the Society and College of Radiographers, UK Council Member for Wales. That's uh, a title, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a past president and in my other role, I'm a lecturer for the Diagnostic Radiography Programme at Cardiff University. So Gareth, what does a day in your life look like? Oh gosh, it can vary. So um, we're quite unique in Cardiff University in that we have a split clinical academic role. Right. So I'm employed by Cardiff University full time, but uh, three days I'm an academic lecturer and admissions tutor for our programme. And then the other two days, I rock up at one of our hospitals I'm aligned to and act as a pastoral tutor, come counsellor, come educator in the clinical departments. So we'll be bridging that link between the hospital, the university and the student. It's like a tripartite and agreement and it works very well, the students love it. Um, it adds that pastoral support and I think it helps uh, harmonise any issues particularly with management and students and for, you know as a go-between. So that's technically my role in a nutshell really. Yeah. So you mentioned the UK Council. Yeah. So do you want to tell us what that role actually entails? Yeah so uh, as a UK Council member you're a non-executive director of the organisation. So the Society of Radiographers is a membership organisation, so it's owned by the members, funded by the members, and it is the members' duty to elect members to represent them for a particular region. So I've been representing Wales for three terms now. I'm coming to the end uh, of those three terms. I've done my and I think it's about time someone else <laughs> takes on that role and steps in my shoes and so I can go on to do other things. Um, and technically you're there for the governance of the organisation, that you're speaking for the members, you're acting the members' interests. Also you're ensuring that you know, the society, when publishing policy, that it's, it's relevant, it's correct. You, you scrutinise the financial aspects of the organisation. When you're president, you're the chief exec's line manager. So it's it's a lot more than what some people think. And as sometimes until you come onto the council, you actually realise how such a big role it is. But it's you learn a lot of transferable skills, I think, in, to take back to your own personal professional development and your day-to-day -day role. Really, I know sitting as UK council observer, just yeah. how 
hard you guys work. Yeah. And it was so insightful, and I definitely highly recommend anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. if they can have an opportunity to go for that observer yeah. role yeah. to really see what goes on behind, behind the, the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah, yeah, and not people don't often realise what is until you're actually there at the table at the call face then you don't actually you know but you learn a lot from it I can tell yeah. how did you cope with the responsibility you've mentioned a lot of things that you've done mm. and obviously there's people looking up to you but there'll be people I mean not quite like politically but they're looking up to you in a way that I've told you something I really need this you know I want to see this change etc that responsibility is quite a lot do you how did you find it? Did you get training for that sort of stuff? No, you don't. Well, we have we we have one day of training per year. So, for example, media training. So, you know, say something controversial happened or say the members voted to go for strike action, for example. I have to represent those members and I have to face the cameras and the radios and the journalists and they... That can be difficult. Um, but, yeah, for, for example, that was some training role, in media training that I will never forget because <laughs> I knew I knew it would ha it could potentially happen overnight if something scandalous happened I've got to face the media and I know what it's like for a sitting uh, politician for example on the radio and TV I know what it's like but um, yeah the methods actually public speaking was uh, um, financial um, skills in financial accountability I mean that that was never in my role as a lecturer or radiographer um, and also learning about radiotherapy as well and amazing I, isn't it it is I love it I would say yeah I mean your media training comes in. Yeah, yeah honestly I never and I will I'll never forget when I was my first visit as a as president I went to Northern Ireland and they've just they they just literally opened a new cancer center in Altna Galvin, I was like, oh God, uh, uh, I'm going to tell them the truth. And I thought I'm just going to be brutally honest. I just thought I can't, I can't lie, <laughs> you know, and try and pretend. So I just said, look, guys, I'm just going to be brutally honest with you. This is my first day in a cancer centre. But actually, they loved it. They thought, oh, that was a brilliant place to start. And I shadowed uh, the journey, the cancer, the, the journey of a patient going for radiotherapy in a cancer centre. And I was amazed and env envious about the diverse roles you have in cancer care, uh, the extended role you have, much more diverse than us in diagnostic uh, radiography. Um, also, how closely aligned you were in terms of your research with oncologists, that we are quite strangulated with with uh, clinical radiologists and I was quite envious and I was nearly at some point I thought oh my gosh I think I took the wrong career I think I wish I did radiotherapy and I would have loved like to have that autonomy in prescribing having that care and the, that empowerment with patients you know and I loved radiotherapy I think I went to more cancer centers than I did <laughs> to clinical diagnostic imaging Pretty centers sure Joe said to got some spots on her course <laughs> I was going to say recruitment this year. I'm still, I'm still recruiting. So okay, never know. Can yeah. you imagine the uh, it has the been publicity that could happen as a result of you now as an academic going back into training? Well, it has been mentioned because we do radiotherapy here in in Cardiff, Cardiff yeah. and I just thought, oh my gosh, 
can imagine as a member of staff suddenly coming in as a student. That would be really difficult. I think I'd have to go to a different HEI. I, I, <laughs> my repetition. <laughs> yeah, I was quite envious and I was amazed, actually, at the work that, uh, how far advanced, I think, how therape therapeutic radiographers are in the, in the, the role is just amazing. Amazing. So here at UKIO, there's been a lot of discussion about workforce. Mm. You know, what do you think, being an admissions tutor, being, you know, training pre-registration students, what do you think the workforce challenges are from your perspective? Uh, I think the challenges are uh, training, um, placement is another issue, um, and I think it's not just in Wales, I think it's nationally. Um, I think also recruitment and, re and also, well, not just recruitment, but retention, um, you know, and particularly going, you know, going th as we're going through this pandemic. And uh, I went to a study day recently uh, organised by City University about, and it was, it was, it was heartbreaking, the, uh, the burnout, particularly in radiographers. Um, you know, one, st you know, there was one uh, st stat that was made that there was, I think, was it 14% of the workforce in the world, I think, three you know, 40% um, of radiographers or something silly, and then there was like half of that, there was, there was proof of burnout amongst that percentage, not just nationally, but globally. And, you know, our, you know, a man, and, I, and I look at managers to provide that support, but then again, managers are being pushed from the top and they're being pushed from the bottom, and they're in that sandwich, you know, and it's, I think, the powers that be above have got to start looking down into the workforce and providing the support, and um, or perhaps is it, is it down to us as educators to, to try and increase that resilience amongst our workforce, for, you know, not in the type of, the workforce now are going to enter an arena very different to the radiographers that qualified, I'd say, three years ago. And are we really woken up to that and are we producing those radiographers? But then again, our students were fantastic during that, during the, the pandemic. You know, they stepped up and immediately they were withdrawn from placement and then they were called up by Welsh Government to work for Track and Trace or, the, you know, uh, or work on, you know, in other roles in healthcare. And um, they were brilliant, I gotta say. But, you know, well done to them, and I was quite proud. Okay, so in terms of kind of moving forward, mm. so you know, you were diagnostic radiographer, you've gone into academia. Mm. Other than maybe considering leaving the profession to train to be a where do you see your own career going? Because I often, as an academic, find that I'm advising other people, supporting other people, developing other people, finding, you know, career pathways, mm. career opportunities, but that can sometimes mean that you forget about yourself. Have you had a thing with having lots of extra responsibilities as part of Society College of Radio Office yeah. to think about your own development and what your career looks like in the next few oh, years? Oh gosh, a lot of people have been asking me this recently. Get to an age. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been long in the tooth there. Um, I, where do I what, feel like? I'm quite tantalised by research whether I do my own PhD yeah. and perhaps, or 
I quite like uh, professional policy and you know getting involved in policy whether it's for the you know could be for our professional or other organizations aligned with imaging or healthcare advisory perhaps for government um, perhaps Welsh government um, who knows I, who knows, knows? But politics has been mentioned but oh I can see you being the face of no, no, no. Well, my fr- actually, my friend uh, was elected as an MP about 2017, and having shadowed her, it's totally put me off. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it has put me. And I've got to say, how she copes with um, the uh, bullying, also the, the social media yeah. aspect. Yeah. You you don't have a personal life in politics. The the media press are looking at you, looking down at you like hawks, you know, ready to. And you know, like I say to her, well, when when do you go on when when you have holiday this year? We don't have holiday. Yeah. You don't never on holidays elected MP. You you, you just go get a holiday when you can. Yeah. You know, and you know, I looked, I shouted her like so. Sunday night, she'll um, be, be preparing to get to Westminster for the week. And then she's in Westminster all till a Thursday night. Then she come back on a Thursday night. Then she do casework or do surgeries on a Friday. She'd be out doing something in a constituency on a Saturday, and then Sunday she's back. And it's just like, no, it's just not for me. No, no, no. It's a therapeutic way for you, isn't it? It could there be. It go. could be. There yeah. Oh well, Gareth, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your experiences. Yeah. And uh, absolutely, let's get you on and. Talk more. Yeah, I'm happy to talk more. Yeah, give me subject, I'll talk. Yeah, no worries. Thank you.